Hey, what's up, everybody? You might have noticed there was one thing missing in all of the Monster Bash coverage, and I'm not talking about recordings of the Q&As or the Victoria Price talk or the Frank Delastrito talk. I mean, they still have those, and I'm still sitting on them because I'm still working on making those sound as awesome as possible. No, what was missing was the reveal of the top 100 monster movies and the top 20 Vincent Price films as decided by you the listeners of Monster Kid Radio and anybody else who decided to play along as well. You might remember that earlier this year that Steve Turek and I ran a poll asking you to tell us your top 20 monster movies and your top five Vincent Price films. Well, Steve took all of that data, put it together, collated it, collected it, ran the numbers, tabulated, made pie charts, got people, I, I don't know what he did, but he went through and calculated based on your votes the top 100 monster movies. I think we mentioned this in the conversation, but just so people know, when we say monster movies, we're talking about classic horror, and we use 1967 as the cutoff. I typically use 68 as the cutoff here on MKR anyway, so we wanted to do pre-1968, and man, they were all over the map. We went from silence films all the way up to films in 1967. For Vincent Price, you could have submitted any Vincent Price film, any genre, any year. It was a lot of fun to reveal this at Monster Bash. We had posters with the top 20 as well as the 21 through 40, 41, and so on. And we revealed it over the course of the three-day weekend. And then the Vincent Price top 20 was revealed on Sunday as well. In fact, I've even got a YouTube video of the Vincent Price top 20 that I'm going to be releasing pretty much the same time I release this. So if you are following Monster Kid Radio on YouTube by looking up the creatively named channel Monster Kid Radio on YouTube, you'll be able to find that video. And it's it's a fun little bit that I put together just reflecting the top 20. Steve Turek and I sat down to record about this at Monster Bash, and that's what you're going to hear right now in this very special episode of Monster Kid Radio. Call it episode 375.5. Oh, by the way, my name's Sarah Kim Cook. Welcome to the show if this is your first time listening. Here we go. Okay, uh, so it is the Monday after Monster Match, and we are in one of the most depressing places in the world, the, the guest hall, which is empty. There is no Monster Match stuff around. It's over. Oh, man. How do you feel about that, Steve? Everybody was depressed when they saw the room, everybody leaving. and But to me, it's always in the heart. I said that last night. It's always with us, the memories, the friends made that you have to see again. The friends you made that are new and you will get to talk to them on Facebook or for the podcast and meeting so many different people, it's always going to be with you. So, yes, this one ended, but it's still with me. And it's just, I'm just ready for next year's too. Keeping Monster Bash Alive 365. That's what we're doing. All right. So, one of the big features uh, for us for Monster Kid Radio at Monster Bash was the unveiling of the 100 Favorite Monster Movies list 2018, which uh, listeners uh, might remember, or if you're new, welcome, uh, what we did was Steve Turek and I uh, put together a poll, and it was actually mostly spearheaded by Steve, who just really rocked it on this, so thank you for that. Uh, what we did is we opened up uh, this poll, to, or not even, yeah, it was a poll to all the listeners, asking them to pick their 20 favorite monster movies, 1967 or earlier, 
don't have to put them in order because, you know, top 20, it's easier to just say these are my favorites instead of trying to rank whatever. And then Steve took all that data, put it all together and created a 100 favorite monster movies list that we uh, revealed over the course of the weekend, which was a lot of fun. I liked doing that. And, and honestly, I got to tell you, Steve, I was a little worried that meh, it wasn't going to draw that kind of attention, but it actually went off without a hitch. So I, I owe you uh, a, a thank you for doing that, man. Oh, you're welcome. And and it was just great. So many people, so much great discussion about where things were going to be listed. So many people trying to get answers. Well, what is the number one movie? Gotta I had one back. Got to come back. I had one guy was my favorite question. He goes to me, do you know the number one movie? I go, yes. He goes, what is it? I said, we'll come back on Sunday. You know, but <laughs> I answered his question honestly and that kind of stuff. And, but it, I, I thought it was great. So a lot of people who didn't vote because they weren't familiar with your podcast were taking information. And I said, you don't like how certain movies ended up ranking? Vote. And yeah. It makes it, it, I'm really looking forward to next year. Does it compare it to this year's? Yeah, we'll definitely save this data because we're going to make this a yearly thing. Every year that I'm on Mon- at Monster Bash, uh, we're, we're going to do it again. And, uh, I don't know, do you want to go through some of the, the names or do we want to talk about some of the stats here that you have? Only couple of stats I want to mention right now is 271 different movies got votes. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of movies in that lower part that I never heard of. And the beauty of it is maybe one day we'll publish some or put out some of these other movies that were there to give them some love. And for me, it was like, wow, I never heard of that one. It was somebody's favorite. It might have only got one vote, but it, it, it added to my personal list to go look up and that kind of stuff. And I was really happy with it. Later on, we reveal the top 20. We'll talk about like what year got the most votes and what year got the most movies. But I don't want to give any spoilers right now. Okay. No, that's that's fine. So why don't we go ahead and we're going to do this in chunks of 20 because that's how we revealed it here at the bash. Uh, you want to take uh, 81 through 100? Sure. Or 100 through 81. I, maybe it's better to go 100 and then work our way down. Okay. We'll start at the bottom, work our way to the top. And again, some movies that just literally missed making this last spot and uh, your vote next year could help those movies mm-hmm. uh, the monster that challenged the world was number 100 99 the deadly mantis number 98 i know some people next to me like derek thought this movie should have went higher the black scorpion one of my favorites was number 97 mantango which some people might remember as attack of the mushroom people we got a little love for gamma at number 96 with gamma versus gaius Right? Um, number 95, This Island Earth. Number 94, The Giant Gila Monster. Giant Gila Monster's awesome. Number 93, some people were interested about how this one made it there, The Giant Claw. <laughs> number 92, The Devil Bat. Number 91, The Black Room. Number 90, a little Alfred Hitchcock love, The Birds. Number 89, Quatermass 2. Number 88, Planet of the Vampires, which some people were upset over where it was put at. <coughs> Dominique. <coughs> we're not going to, well, I wasn't going to mention her name, but nah, she's, nah, she's nah. outed now. Yeah. <laughs> Number 87, remember, this is a favorite movie list Plan 9 from Outer Space. Number 86, Pit and the Pendulum. Number 85, Monster on Campus, which a lot of people are like, what is Monster on Campus? And we had to, got to explain it to them. Number 84, a little Peter Lorre love, mad love. Number 83, I know this is a favorite with Derek and me, King Kong Escapes. Who listened to you going all trailer voice on it? <laughs> number 82, It Conquered the World. And number 81, another movie I personally voted for, Gorgo. 
Well, you already mentioned the Black Scorpion and uh, Planet of the Vampires. I just want to say that um, that is a movie that Dominique Lamsey's and I will be covering on a future episode of Monster Kid Radio later this year. So that'll be coming up. You had people asking about Monster on the Campus, huh? The great thing about Monster Bash is you have so many different age ranges of people that are coming up. So some of the people that are coming up and talking to us and they're in their 20s and 30s and they're looking at this list and they're thinking, hey, these are movies to add. And they're like, what is Monster on the Campus? And then you get to explain to them and they say, oh, I got to watch that film. That, mm-hmm. that is just crazy enough to watch. Also, the big thing we had was people say, well, that's not a monster movie. And as Derek and I said earlier on when we announced the, the polling opening, monster was defined by whatever anybody thought was a monster movie. We did not put any restrictions. Right. I know some people would say, is The Birds a monster movie or is Mad Love a monster movie? Or The Black Room, actually, which is a great film. But there aren't like supernatural monster elements, but there are some monstrous people. So, you know. I think it worked that way. They keep the restrictions off because it lets the people decide, hey, this is what they consider a monster. And the whole Mm -hmm. thing, it's a fun list. It's a favorite monster movie list. Yes, you might agree or disagree with where certain films are on the list or not, but that's the great part. It opens up great discussion. And that was the, I think, all three days we had such a wonderful discussion with everybody. Yes, yes, definitely. We also had some people comment on... Movies like This Island Earth and something else that's going to turn up later, you know, they're, they're more sci-fi alien movies. So are they monsters? Well, some people thought so. And, and maybe that precluded or prevented This Island Earth from getting higher in the list because is it a monster movie? Well, it's got aliens. But, you know, something maybe not enough people thought it was a monster movie, quote unquote. So I, don't know, I think it's a pretty good list. It's a nice uh, variety here. We got at least one hammer. We got an Italian horror. We got Ed Wood. We got a kite. Well, it's not quite. A, well, no, we do have a kaiju film and, those, and a Toho film. So we got a nice mix here. Yes, for those that are um, kaiju fans or Toho fans, you're gonna you're gonna be happy with virtually every twenty we go down because there's a lot <laughs> there's love on every one of those, and um, and and, that, and that's what I think it's 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 just great that there's this love of these different types of movies from different countries. I wish there'd be even more countries because I mean we have a couple of different countries, or three different countries at least represented on this list, maybe four, just looking off the top, and. Some of it's going to happen as the years go by and we get more voters. It'll be interesting to see how the bottom half of this list, which I think we'll see the most change. Yes. And um, and when we get to the upper parts, I don't think there'll be much change, but who knows? That's the beauty of it all. Yes. Yeah. I'm real curious to see what happens next year, but you want to go ahead and move on to the next 20 here. We're going to go with 80 through 61. So 80 was Dr. X. 79 was Daimajin. 78 was the Quatermass Experiment. 77 was another Hammer film, The Plague of the Zombies. 76 was The Old Dark House, and I'm assuming that's the original Karloff, not the Hammer version. Yes. Okay, yes. good, good. Uh, 75 was The Gorgon, so another Hammer film. 74, a movie that played here, The Day of the Triffids. Uh, 73, Revenge of the Creature, grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> 72, Quatermass in the Pit. 71, Mark of the Vampire. 70 was Island of Terror. 69 was Invaders from Mars. 68 was Forbidden Planet. 67, Werewolf of London. 66 was The Tingler. 65 was The Revenge of Frankenstein. 64 was The Last Man on Earth. 63 was The Haunting. 62 was The Day the Earth Stood Still. And 61, Gamera, the Giant Monster. What a hammer. A lot of hammer love on this one. Uh, interesting Revenge of the Creature. <laughs> I got to look at all the ballots, and 
I actually had somebody vote for Revenge of the Creature that did not vote for Creature of the Black Lagoon. Really? And I was just, I had to, I kept double checking, triple wow. checking. And I just thought that was, I, I want to meet this person to find out how Revenge of the Creature made the list, but not Creature of the Black Lagoon That's on their list. Because I'm curious. I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining. Because like if we said early, we've, what's your favorites? But I'm just curious and rather intrigued to find out. That's fascinating. I, I would love to know. What happened there? Interesting. Huh. And a couple more sci-fi entries for Bitten Planet, Day the Earth Stood Still. You know, if more people, I don't know, considered those monsters, you know, Gort or the Id or whatever, maybe it would have gone higher on the list. But because I feel like this maybe needed to go higher. But, you know, again, is what people considered monsters. I do love that there's so much hammer here. Plague of the Zombies, great. Quatermass Experiment, awesome. And Revenge of Frankenstein, one of my favorite Frankenstein films of all time. And all the Quatermass movies have been represented on the list. So, I mean, I th- there's a lot of love there. And The Day the Earth Stood Still was probably our most controversial movie mm-hmm. by at least particularly um, one or two people that showed up. One one was very vocal every single day um, <laughs> saying that The Day the Earth Stood Still was the best science fiction movie ever. It should be higher on the list. It's the best movie ever in science fiction. And I politely explained to him that, yes, I'm not going to argue with you that it's one of the best science fiction movies ever, but this is a monster movie list. Mm-hmm. And this is where the fans and listeners of your podcast voted. And this is where it ended up. And it is, this is where what you define as a monster. I mean, I think a lot of people that probably looked at it and said, well, is Gord a monster or is Gord a robot? And, and, and everybody has that different definition. I voted for Forbidden Planet because I love the id monster. It scared me when I saw it when I was a child because you never really saw it. You saw the footprints. You only yes. saw the outline for this brief few seconds. And I mean, I had traumatized nightmares as a kid because it's the id monster. It's whatever you think it is. Yep. And that's why I said it makes it great. But for those that are science fiction monster fans, you see a lot of love shown on this top 100. Mm-hmm. Island of Terror, another personal favorite. Peter Cushing, man. Cannot go wrong with Peter Cushing. I heard you have a crush with Cushing. Uh, well, you know. Going <laughs> <laughs> to move on? Let's do the next 20 because I'm sure people are like, what's coming up? Here we go. All right. Number 60, we have Frankenstein Conquers the World. 59, Curse of the Werewolf. 58 on one of my favorites, Cat People. 57, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. 56, The Body Snatcher. This is the 1956 version, because again, we had to do 67 or earlier. 55, Mighty Joe Young. 54, Little Vincent Price Happiness, House on the Haunted Hill. 53, Fiend Without a Face. 52, Dracula's Daughter. 51, I know there's a certain person who's like this, White Zombie. <laughs> Number 50, War of the Worlds. Number 49, The Return of the Vampire. Number 48, another one of my favorites, Invasion of the Astro Monster. 47, House of Wax. Oh, such a great 3D movie. Number 46, House of Dracula. Number 45, Carnival of Souls. 44, Black Sunday. 43, The Mummy's Hand. 42, Psycho. And 41, Night of the Demon or Curse of the Demon. I find it interesting that Night and Curse ended up being in the same slot, even though technically in there a little difference. 
Well, I or or maybe maybe not. I don't know. Uh, well, we had votes for both, and I counted them as one because you and I talked about this earlier. There's certain mm-hmm. films there might be slight variations between them. Um, where we counted them as one film instead of having them right. split their vote, which is we talked about before with um, Godzilla, Gojira, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Right. If you put any one of those three down, it was counted as the same film. Okay. And we discussed that earlier that, yes, it could, it could be rather mm-hmm. interesting and, and controversial, but, okay. you know, and, and also with some people on this list, they'd only give me the monster's name and I had to figure out the movie. Right, <laughs> right. Well, uh, White Zombie, excellent pick. Return of the Vampire, I would have put that a lot higher. Uh, looks like some good ones on here, too. And then you mentioned Cat People, which is just phenomenal. I saw Cabin of Dr. Caligari for the first time not that long ago, and I was just blown away. And I'm glad that we're seeing some love for some older movies. I mean, we're talking some older movies <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, again uh, it, with the listeners we, we asked for ages too and um, we had people that were under 20 that voted all the way into their 70s most of the voters were between 40 and 60 but still for somebody that's under 40 to 60 this is a movie that is and it, it's nice that seeing it's gotten some love and we'll see some love from some other silent movies as the list goes on it's good to hear it's good to hear uh, let's see House of Wax, in my mind, should be higher than House of Dracula, even though I love both. Just some, some really good picks on here. And again, we've got a kaiju film. we got Hammer representation. Got some Lugosi on here. Got some Universal. Nice mix. And then, of course, we got the Hitchcock with Psycho. So And a little Toho. That's right, man. That's what I was saying. You know, we got the kaiju with Frankenstein Conquers the World, man. Oh, you got to love it. You got to love it. A lot. There's a lot of Frankenstein love on this list. Dracula love. Yes. Yep. All right, here we go. We're getting closer to the top here. Starting with number 40, King Kong versus Godzilla. 39 is the 1931 Dr. Jekyll or Mr. <laughs> Tell you what, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You better do that or Dwight's going to come get you. <laughs> <laughs> 20 million miles to Earth is number 38. 37 is The Blob. 36 is Dracula, Prince of Darkness. 35 is The Fly. 34 is The Black Cat. 33 is Tarantula. And 32 is Mothra. 31, House of Frankenstein. 30 is The War of the Gargantuas. 29, The Phantom of the Opera, and I'm assuming that's a silent film? That's the 1925 one. Okay, excellent. Yep. Uh, 28 is The Beast of 20,000 Fathoms. 27, uh, one of my favorites, It, The Terror from Beyond Space. 26, Island of Lost Souls. That's the Charles Lawton. Yes. I think that's the only one that's got that title. 26 is The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. 24 is another one of my favorites, Rodan. Jason and the Argonauts coming in at 23. Ghidorah, the three-headed monster at 22 and 21 is Brides of Dracula. If you're a Ray Harryhausen fan. Is this where you go? This is where he gets the most love on the list. I mean, he's got numerous films. One, two, I'm seeing four. Four on this list. And I know Stephen D. Sullivan and myself, I voted for Jason and the Argonauts in the Voyage of Seven, Voyage of Sinbad. I would want him higher. Interesting discussion with a lot of people is they did. I was talking to people, and they're like, Well, they're not monsters in Jason and the Argonaut and the Seven Voyages of Sinbad. They're creatures. And it's this interesting how people make that different perception. I find that, I find, just find that kind of interesting in, in a social, you know, looking at it in a societal aspect, how people make uh, what differences there are. Because then, but then to also say, like, Psycho's a monster because if somebody does monstrous acts. So it's, it's, to me, it's just interesting to see, or the black cat, there's really, 
no right. monster in it. I just find it fascinating how this list keeps turning out with uh, as we go from page to page. I know I've had arguments. Well, maybe that's too strong a word. I've had discussions with uh, Scott Morris about movies like Phantom of the Opera or Hunchback of Notre Dame, where they're not really monsters, they're just guys who've been dealt a really bad hand. So, you know, again, it's it's what you think a monster is. I do, again, love, we've got some kaiju, we got some hammer, we got some universal, we, we're running the gamut here, man. And again, we got another silent movie on the list. Mm-hmm. And there's one left to go, which I think any listener of a monster probably would guess what movie that will oh, be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, before we do the top 20, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the stats here that you have in front of you? Oh, sure. We can go over that. Just for people that are curious, the year that had the most monster movies, what do you think, Derek? What year had the most movies? Well, I'm going to say the 50s just because of you know the, the amount of films that were coming out. But what year itself? I don't know, 54, 50, 56? 1958. 58, And wow. 57, both tied for eight. And if I was to do a tiebreaker, I'd give it to 58 because they have their most of their movies are higher up on the list. Where 57 has a lot that are at the bottom um, part of the list. So if you were to do a tiebreaker, I would say 1958. But if okay. you just look at quantity, but the yeah, 1950s had 38 movies in the top 100, um, followed by the 60s of 30 of them, mm-hmm. followed by the 30s of 18, the 40s of 11, and of course the 1920s of three. Right. Very cool. And we had a total of how many votes again? You said uh, 200. We Well, this, the interesting thing is we had 1,225 votes. Now, okay. you probably, if you add up, we had 81 voters. You're saying that's not going to work, that the MF doesn't work. Sadly, we had numerous votes for movies from 1968 or later that um, did not count because of the criteria we were looking for 67 or earlier. And for those people that did that, I mean, Derek and I will try to make it maybe more clear. Mm-hmm. I, we, we're both blaming ourselves for not making it more explicit. Well, to be clear, I'm blaming you. Okay. I'm taking full credit <laughs> for it then. <laughs> but it's but um, those movies that were there, I mean, I was I was looking at them and I was like, oh, yes, The Valley of Guanji. Well, I, 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 loved, I, I wish I could have voted for The Valley of Guanji. But sadly, it was outside that parameter. Right. And that's why we didn't do it. But yeah, the 1950s had 38% of the vote. So it was a big hit, followed by the, the 30s, which had 27%. So remember how the movies were different. It, where the second was the 60s, but in percentage of votes, the 30s was the second one. Okay. So it's interesting to see how, yes, one might have had more movies, but the more popular movies were 30s over 60s. Interesting. So I think uh, we're going to be doing something special with this. We'll make sure there's a list of this available online, but I'd also like to get some of these stats and, and put them as some sort of presentation online as well, whether it's a YouTube video, whether it's something on the website, uh, just something so that people can actually kind of see a visual reference as well. But this is fascinating. Uh, just, again, it's neat to see, and I'm eager to see how it kind of evolves as we do this year after year after year, just to see where things going to land and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, the 50s is going to have a lot. A lot, but a lot of the quote-unquote classics are all in the 30s, so I'm real curious to see how the top 20 turn out. Did the 30s own the top 10? Oh, I know we're building some suspense up. That's what, right, man. I mean, I mean, we had a lot of people guessing what the number one movie was going to be, and some people guessed correctly, a lot of people guessed incorrectly, but when we reveal the top 10 part of this list, which is coming up soon, you're going to see some, I know for me personally, some surprises, 
And um, but when you look at it, it makes sense. I know I came into this poll with, and I talked to Derek about this prior. We have a preconceived notion that a certain group of movies would be on everybody's, mm-hmm. and I was wrong. There was only six movies that were in over fifty percent of everybody's ballot, and no movie ran the gauntlet. Nobody was even close to running the gauntlet. I was shocked by the number one. I mean, it makes sense. The number one is a great film, but I would have put something else above it. And we'll get to that when we talk about the movies. Should, should we go ahead and move on to that? I think we've made them wait long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll do 20 through 11, and you can take the last 10. Okay, we'll split. Right. That makes a nice 50-50. There we go. So 20 was Invasion of the Body Snatchers. 19 was The Curse of Frankenstein. 18 was Mothra versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus The Thing. 17 was The Hammer Version, the 1959 film The Mummy. 16 was The Invisible Man. 15 was Son of Frankenstein. 14 was Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. 13, lucky number 13 was our other silent film, Nosferatu. 12 was the 1932 version of The Mummy from Universal. And 11 got some hammer love, Dracula or horror of Dracula, depending on what side of the pond you're on, uh, from 1958. And if you look at this, this 11 for 20, three different Frankenstein movies. Not all Universal, you know, because those ones hammer. Right? Isn't Curse of Frankenstein Hammer? Oh, oh, 11 through 20? Yes, yeah. you're correct. But you also have Invasion of the Body Snatchers on the list and Nosferatu, which is, oh. You know, it, there's, <laughs> I hope she doesn't take this the wrong way. There's something about hanging out with Dominique Clamsey's that makes me want to go watch more silent horror movies. And I really want to watch Nosferatu again. It's been a while. For it to, a silent movie from what? I think 1922. Mm-hmm. For it to make number 13 on a list in. 2018, almost a hundred years later, just tells you to how great this movie is. Right? Horror of Dracula, but introduced Christopher Lee to the Dracula mythos. I mean, just fantastic. And then more Christopher Lee love with the 1959 The Mummy, The Invisible Man in here. I, you know, if I was doing a top 10 or top 20, I prob- if it was just me, I probably would have put The Invisible Man and Son of Frankenstein a little bit higher. And I love the opening of Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. I'm so glad we decided not to make people submit these in order, in order of their preference. <laughs> I am too, because that, that would, uh, to be honest, it was originally we were thinking of doing that, but I know from talking to people, and it's interesting, a lot of people say, I agonized over this list. And I'm like, you agonized? And it's like, it was so hard because you had to pick. And then it was like, I choose which ones not to put on it. Mm-hmm. And then other people, like myself, we looked at it as it was just so much fun. And yes, I mean, you could do it real quick. I mean, in a half hour. But I think a lot of people that voted on this probably spent a couple hours looking at this list and going through movies. And really, and I think... From talking to people and talking to people that, that voted, it, it really shows the care and love that people have for the monster movies that they took that time to go through it. And I, and I think I think overall it, it makes them want to go with, when they get done the list. I haven't watched a few of these. Let me watch them again. Yeah. Or maybe if they're choosing between one or two, let me watch both of them and I'll make a fresh choice. Exactly. Yeah, that's one of the best things about lists like this is to – you know, get a chance to revisit some of these. Like, I want to revisit Nosferatu. So, yeah, it, it's it's interesting, and I'm real excited to to hear what the listener response will be to our top ten. Oh, one of my all-time favorites is number ten, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Number nine, them. Giant ants, you got to love it. Number eight, the thing from another world. Number seven, Bride of Frankenstein. Number six, Dracula, 1931, Bela Lugosi. Number five, 
the Wolfman. Now, these next two, Derek and I had an ongoing thing about which, who would win, Creature or Godzilla. Number four, Godzilla or Gojira. Number three, Creature from the Black Lagoon. And they were separated by one vote. Please vote if you're going to vote for Godzilla. If you're going to vote for Creature, please don't vote. Hey, now. I'm just joking. Please vote. You're hot. You're conscious. Number two, 200th anniversary. Frankenstein. I thought that was going to be number one. And number one, well, it's in the name. King Kong. Yeah. He's the king. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't expect King Kong to be higher. I, I wanted Frankenstein to be number one. And uh, Well, okay. I wanted Creature from the Black Lagoon to be number one. But I wanted Frankenstein to be number one. King Kong had 54 votes on 81 and abouts. Frankenstein had 51. A creature to Black Lagoon was 45, Godzilla 44, Wolfman 43. That's crazy. I mean, so Wolfman, so Godzilla, and Creature, you're talking, uh, vote people. These these ranges were narrow at the top. No runaways. I, I would have probably swapped Dracula and the Wolfman. I do agree about them. And of course, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein need to be on here. That's what introduced me to the Universal Monsters, the first movie I saw of them. So totally get it. It's a good list. Yeah, and, and when I looked at this top 10... And I voted for The Thing from Another World and them and Amity Costello meets Frankenstein. But I was I was really pleasantly surprised to see them make the top 10. And an interesting discussion for everybody was Bride of Frankenstein's better movie than Frankenstein. How could it be so much lower? It was about 16 vote differential between the two. And it really made it interesting to see that, that Bride of Frankenstein, it got love. I mean, made number seven. But Frankenstein is is loved more, and, it, and I, I don't know why people you know people may say why was one not picked over the other. Personally, I like Frankenstein over Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. but that's my personal preference. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next year when we do this. We'll make the directions a little bit more clear so that people know what to expect uh, in terms of what the criteria is. Uh, again, like I said, I'll make sure this is on the website at the very least, but I have some ideas about putting it on YouTube as well. So uh, I'm excited about that. Steve, this was awesome that you spearheaded this. Thank you for doing it, man. Well, thank you for giving me an opportunity to do it because, I mean, if I, it's something I couldn't have done by myself. I needed, you know, your listeners to help make this poll a possibility so thank you Derek for giving me the opportunity to do the list and I'm just really it's an exciting list I'm excited to see five years from now when we get more and more votes to see what this list looks like compared to like five years from now compared to this first year list and see how much it changes yeah it'll be interesting to see in addition to asking listeners of Monster Kid Radio to help us decide what the top 100 monster movies were at least according to the votes this year, we also decided to honor Vincent Price because Victoria Price was a guest at Monster Bash and we asked listeners to tell us what their top 20 Vince... No, wait. It was the top 10, wasn't it? Asked her the top five... Top five. Favorites. Top five Vincent Price movies of all time, of all genres. No restrictions. What are your top five Vincent Price films? And then Steve took that data and turned it into a top 20 list. And it was fun. I think... Part of it was because you're on Monster Kid Radio and a lot of listeners, I think not a lot of non-horror versions of Vincent Price maybe didn't get as much love as they should have. And I think that's because of the people we're pulling from, that if we maybe had more of a, an audience of just an overall general movie fans, we would see the list be different. But it is there is some love for some non-horror Vincent. Yes, there is. There's a little bit on here, and there's some ones that are a little surprising, but you know what? He gives a great performance, so... I'll do the top 10, and then you can do the final 10 like we did with the top 20 of the uh, top 100. What do you think? 
Okay. All right. So number 20, top 20 Vincent Price movies coming in at 20 was Madhouse. 19 was the Disney film, The Great Mouse Detective, which I need to go back and rewatch that movie. 18, Tomb of Lygia, which I think we'll be covering uh, in August here on Monster Kid Radio. 17 is Tales of Terror. 16 is Dr. Fibes Rises Again. 15 was Laura. 14 was Comedy of Terrors. 13 is House of Usher. 12 is another personal favorite, The Haunted Palace. And 11 was The Pit and the Pendulum. Now, I think we know who voted for The Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> yeah, well, I know I know. Um, my daughter was one of the people that voted for The Great Mouse Detective, but obviously enough other people voted for The Great Mouse Detective to make the list. One vote right. is not going to put you in the top 20. So we and, had multiple votes for that, huh? Multiple votes. Wow. You think about it, you had, um, what, 81 voters. Thankfully, because there was no time frame restriction on Vincent Price, everybody's vote counted, and there was yep. no movies that we had to worry about being not utilized. So we're talking a lot of different people voted, and The Great Mouse Detective did make it in. And there, it, it was interesting. It, it was it was a, a fun thing to see. So other than that, we also had Laura on here, which is another non-horror film. I think the rest of it are pretty much horror movies. But we had Laura in here, too, which is interesting. I mean, it's a great film, and he does a great performance. And I will say this. Victoria Price talked during her presentation, and I talked to her at her table both Vincent Price's favorite film, and she told me her favorite Vincent Price film is Laura. So um, I'm sure she probably wished it was higher on the list, but hey, she didn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. Now, I'm real curious to hear the listener reaction to the top 10. All right. Number 10, we have Witchfinder General. Number nine, The Fly. Number eight, The Raven. Number seven, The Last Man on Earth. Number six, Mask of the Red Death. Number five, The Tingler. Number four, Theater of Blood. Number three, oh, I always butcher this. The, Derek, you go for that one. The Abominable Dr. Fibes. <laughs> Thank you. That's, we're both tired. <laughs> I knew Monday. I was. I was like, I'm going to mess this up. Number two, House of Wax, and number one, House on Haunted Hill. I want to go back and watch House on Haunted Hill again, man. It's been too long. It's one of my all-time favorites. I just love it. Interestingly enough, for for listeners, if you compare this list to the monster movie list, The Fly was the highest ranking Vincent Price movie on the Ooh. monster movie list. Okay. At number 35, if I remember correctly. But here, it's number nine. And, and a lot of those other movies, like The Tingler, House on the Haunted Hill, Last Man on Earth, and House of Wax are on that list well below The Fly. And I think the reason it's different is because people are now looking at Vincent Price in the starring role, and in The Fly, he's in a co-starring role. And some of those films, people might not have considered them a monster movie, where The Fly, to them, was obviously more of a monster movie. And I think that's why, if you compare the two lists, and also on their top 100 list, House of Wax was higher than House on the Haunted Hill, but on the Vincent Price-only list, it flipped. So it's really it's really curious, because this is the same voters that voted on both mm -hmm. lists, how the, the change happened. It is interesting to kind of when you look at where it fits overall. Uh, there are some solid movies on here, though. House of Wax, of course, brilliant film. The Raven, fantastic. Last Panel. These are all good. There's not a movie on here that I don't think is um, poor uh, or, or bad. 
there's been a lot of talk about Witchfinder General amongst uh, our immediate circle of friends and, and how hard that one is to watch, but you can't deny the fact that he's really performing at the top of his, his acting game in that one. So, I mean, even that... I think belongs here. It's probably not the easiest or the most fun to watch, but you know it's there. And that could be why it was number ten. I mean, yes, and some people argue that it was it may be Vincent Price's best performance. Right. Um, you know, obviously not even in Vince's own opinion um, that it, w- it was his best performance. But people will do that, which is fine. And that's the whole point of it being a favorite list. Exactly. And people can pick and choose, and and people will be like, well, this should have been here or there. But the whole point of it is it, it brings awareness to a lot of these movies. And like you said, you want to go, hey, I want to go rewatch this movie again. And that's the whole point. Have fun. Look at the list. Why did, why did this movie make it so high on the list or just barely make the list? Watch them again and, and enjoy them. That's yeah. the whole point of life and enjoy, with these movies. Enjoy it. Have that fun and experience it. So we will, again, make sure this is available on our website, and we're going to send the information to Victoria Price, who said she may be able to do something over on the Vincent Price website with it as well. So that is something to look forward to. And again, Steve, thanks for doing this, man, and and making this happen. Man, it's a Monday morning. Um, <laughs> this this has been good. Uh, this has been really neat to do, and I'm eager to see how it evolves over the years. I am too. And um, what Derek and I are talking about doing is like this year we did Vincent Price. Each year we're going to change that that other category around and um, float it just to give some love to certain specific areas. Right. Depending on who the guests are next year or if there's any anniversaries or anything like that. Like we could have easily done like a top 20 Frankenstein films because of the 200 year anniversary. But yeah, depending on what the guests are, any themes there might be at Monster Bash, we're going to kind of tailor that top 20 to that. I have some ideas. I think you have some ideas. We talked a little bit about that off mic and well, we got 11 months to figure it out. Yeah, and again, <laughs> feel free to give feedback. I mean, if there's certain um, things you think down the road or whatever, we can put it in there and um, try to cover it and do it down there. You know? Maybe we could do one outside of Monster Bash if it's just doing a top five thing and, sure. uh, and uh, flavor it that way. Maybe you can do one for um, your Mexican um, luchador movies hmm. and do it in May and just say and give, a, yeah. give a little extra love that way. Yeah, certainly. Certainly something like that. Uh, or maybe by the end of the year we can do a, a top Frankenstein thing just because of, you know, 200 years of infra. I don't want to miss out on it. I think we should. And I think I want, I want to do that because I want to settle once and for all. What do the listeners feel is the best film? Because if we do that for Frankenstein, I'm going to have everybody put their top five. And I want them to put it in order and I'm going to wait it. Oh, wow. And that way we'll know, does Bride Breed Frankenstein, and we can settle that debate once and for all, and knowing my luck, they'll tie. Like I said, this was just a, a special little episode I wanted to include. The past two episodes of Monster Kid Radio have been very dense with material from Monster Bash. I went back and I looked at it. It looks like we've got nearly four and a half, five hours of interviews from the Bash. I am stoked that I got that much material, but man... That's a lot. So I wanted to include this as its own special thing without tacking it onto there and making it more of a, I don't know. I just was thinking about you guys and gals. You know, I wanted to save your ears a little bit, maybe, sort of. Although I suspect if you're like me, you could talk about classic monster movie stuff all day long. Thanks again to Steve Turek for making this happen. And we are going to be doing this again next year. And next year, we won't be doing Vincent Price. We might pick a different subgenre or category of genre films to celebrate the top 20. I know that we're talking about something Hammer-flavored, 
because there are rumors that there will be several Hammer actresses and maybe even an actor at Monster Bash next year. Again, thank you to Steve. Thanks to all of you for participating. My name's Sarah Kim Cook. Talk to you guys and gals in five days. Ciao.